Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Another week <laughs> of Feral Fall. Yeah, Feral Fall is officially canceled uh, for your girl. Yeah. Turn- yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I. it turns out I'm kind of spiraling. And, you know, that's okay. But I think that the whole Feral Fault theme, I just take themes like a little too serious for my seasons. And I think yeah. I'm just like, really committed to it. And I just don't think like this is the vibe right now for me. Um, so I think I'm just going to skip right on to like healing girl fall uh i think that might be like a cuter aesthetic for me because i've been i've been making some questionable choices i can't even share with the podcast because it's it's shameful it's embarrassing okay (laughs) god damn well what's going on what is your update (laughs) that's my update no other information i haven't processed yet i it's giving mercury retrograde with a hint of uh, something else. You know, like, so, I, don't know, I don't know what it is yet. If you, if you haven't heard the Feral Fall episode, that was two weeks ago. So <laughs> that was really short-lived. Listen, listen, okay? I gave it my all. I really committed. I, I realized that maybe that that's the wrong aesthetic because like lo- like low-key like party girl. I'm already feral. So yeah. like really committing to being feral like – Listen, I think I used to be able to pretend to be happy a lot cuter. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like not interested in it. Like, I just can't. I can't do it anymore. So I would rather honestly like sit at home and get over my feelings and then go out and have a good time. But Feral Fall is giving self-destruction. <laughs> and I don't know her anymore. I don't like her. And I, I did not like her. And I do not know her. Um, but I'm I'm going home literally. Yay! Tomorrow, I'm so excited. I'm going back to Seattle. I could not run out of here fast enough. <laughs> um, I don't want to concern my parents when I get there, but who knows <laughs> what the vibes are gonna be like when I land and get picked up by my parents. Yeah, very excited for that. Going to the gorge, seeing Rufus the Soul on Saturday. Oh, fun. Yeah. Back to the gorge. Back. No, literally. I was like, what do I really want to do? I was like, I want to go home. Home meaning I want to go to a rave at the gorge. So that's what I'm doing. Love that. Yeah. What about you? How are you? How are things? I always tether a line between I should be grateful for what I have and I can be mad at my problems. You know, Mm -hmm. I just I have that thing where I just like feel like a lot of people would love to have my problems. You know, it's kind of like those influencers who are like, my job is so hard. It's like, bitch, a lot of people would like to have your problems. So you need to like get fucking for real. But I just like feel like I've been really trying to like not change my life, but just create systems to make my life easier. So I'm less stressed out about things, but nothing seems to work. And I just have been getting like slightly frustrated. I'm sure other people can feel the same way where they look up or, you know, this is why I don't like self-help books is because it's just like one (laughs) size fits all kind of things. But I've been looking up on YouTube and on Pinterest and on, on TikTok, like, how to be more productive, how to be more organized. And I've tried everything. I've tried the digital planner. I've tried the apps. I've tried a physical planner. I've tried everything. It doesn't work. And I think that's okay. All right. If a system doesn't work for you, it's okay to let it go and try to figure out something else that works. So I've, I'm doing something that's very unlike myself, which is Medi- making <laughs> I was gonna say medication. <laughs> LOL. Oh yeah. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that, but like I probably I went to the gym without headphones and almost had a fucking panic attack about the amount of different noises I heard. Oh and my I, god, it's the worst. It's like 
It's breathing. It's the weights plating. It's grunting. It's talking. It's it's it's. There's so many noises, and I literally have never. <laughs> my headphones died and are now broken because this is the thing that's happening in my life. Is little bad things are happening to me where like, okay, yeah, your headphones break. That's not the end of the world, is it? No. But then when we stack it upon my passport issue. They printed the wrong name on my fucking passport. I was supposed to go to Scotland in fucking three weeks. That's not fucking happening. And then my car, Progressive, is really fucking me. And it's fucking me every single day in a different fucking way. Making me jump through hoops to get money for a car that they destroyed. It's fucking incredible. And then on top of everything and everything and everything. And now I'm at the point where I see someone who hasn't washed a dish. And I almost have a fucking mellow meltdown. And it's like... You know little what? Fi- little fires everywhere. She's about to burn yeah. it all down. That's that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm putting. It, I have so many little fires, but I'm in a grass field in the middle of a drought. So it's all about to go up in flames. <laughs> it doesn't matter that there's fucking three little fires when you're fucking in a grass pit. It's about to all go up. But um, other than that, I went on another <laughs> long run yesterday. So that yeah. was fucking great. It was too fucking hot. And it was smoky. It was a mistake. I should have ran outside. But I was really proud of myself that I fucking ran outside in the fucking hottest part of the day in smoke. I ran like, yeah, I know. But I ran four miles. I ran four miles actually pretty quick, actually. Record time. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited to run back in fucking Washington with the trees. I hope the smoke clears up. Let's get some rain. Let's get some rain up in this bitch. Yeah, that's what I, well, you know. So besides that, I'm fucking fine. I'm great. Yeah, and then our next episode, we get to record in the same room. Yeah, I got to record in the studio. That'll actually be really fun. I'm really excited about that. All right, should we give a little peek of what the episode is before we get into it? Yeah, so today we're talking about the aftermath of friendships and relationship breakups. This is my favorite thing because I always feel like the aftermath really tells you so much about the other person like you can be cool nonchalant throughout a situationship and then it's over and you turn into a psycho (laughs) or the other person does something uncharacteristic or crazy as well exactly i love this so it's some of my funniest stories so i'm excited too let's do it let's do it Okay, so we're talking about post-breakups. We did a breakup episode that talked about, like, pre-breakup, should you break up? But now we're talking about, like, what do you do after? Yeah, you already decided it was done so it's, over. Or, or someone decided for you. That usually the happens. Worst. Oh, God, it's the worst. <laughs> or someone did you so dirty, you don't get to decide anymore because you're too embarrassed to go back to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So post breakup, I feel like there's obviously like different phases of this as you like work through your emotions. Uh, But there's also different types of people. And one that I have noticed is the lingerers. Now the lingerers are funny. I think the lingerers are kind of cute because I think it just shows like they really cared and they really wanted it to work. But sometimes it's like too much. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm I'm trying to fight for this. And the other person's like, no, (laughs) actually, please don't fight for this. 
I'm really, I don't think I've ever been a lingerer. As soon as it's over, I try to never see you. Actually, I'll get to that, but I'm not trying to show up to your apartment. Like, I always hated in college when they're like, oh, we're pre-giving at this person's house. And I was like, do we have to? Like, because you know, so-and-so is going to be there. And they're like, it's no big deal. And I was like, he dumped me yesterday. Like, it's still kind (laughs) of a big deal. I just have to show up and pretend that everything's yeah. okay. Dude, these are the fucking worst. I will say that before I made some crucial mistakes of like having ha- starting things with people that I like the friend group. Mm-hmm. I've learned now if I like the friend group, I cannot get involved because it always fucks up the dynamic and not theirs, mine. Yeah. Like now I feel weird about showing up in this space because I don't want it to look like I'm just there because I like I'm bought her or I want to be there for this specific person. Or I'm trying to get back with you. It's like, no, I'm just trying to hang out with your friends. Yeah. And I used to be really self-conscious about that. And I'd pull a full ghost, like obviously because space is like good. But now I've decided if the other person does me dirty, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be wherever the fuck I fucking feel like it. And I'm just going to claim my space and do whatever makes me comfortable and happy. However, I mean, there are people that just like do it because they want to they want to see the other person. They want to get back together or they just want to just they don't want you to forget them. So they decide to just remind you with their presence. What was that sorority song? Would you linger a little longer? We can't do that one. That doesn't give us it away. Actually, I think that's a lot of people's fucking songs. Yeah. It's a sorority song that we had to I'm sing. I'm pretty sure that's secret. During re- no, it was during recruitment, and they told us that we needed to hold hands around these girls that we wanted to convince to be in our sorority and sway from side to side like a fucking cold wearing. No, white. they wanted no, us to they- walk in circles, and I like vetoed it. I was like, <laughs> exactly. no, holding hands, walk in a circle around these girls and say, "Would you linger a little longer?" And then beep it with you. I have to beep that. I don't yeah, want to get a cease and desist from them. If anything, this is good PR. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I always think it's funny. This has happened to me sometimes where people linger, but they refuse to acknowledge that they're lingering. So they're yeah. like, I didn't know you were, I didn't know you were gonna be here. I somebody else invited me. I'm like, really? Because the other person asked me if you could come. <laughs> yeah. So I forgot about this story until right now and um i'm gonna share it so basically this dude did me like so dirty like on so many levels and honestly he was also a fucking not cool guy like that's the part that really got me is that he was honestly a fucking loser and i don't a loser in the way where like i would be studying and i would hear out of the corner of my ear, him playing guitar and singing by himself in like a public area. And that happened like a lot on campus where I was like, (laughs) and I was like, dude, this is a study area. Get off your fucking guitar. You're not in music theory. Like this is not fucking an open mic, bro. I get news after he flipped out on me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, you'll you'll by the end you'll know it. Okay, so basically this is what happened. I was at a bar with my friends. We had a similar friend group. There was an after party fucking way far away from my house, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go and hang out. The dude who I used to date, but it was over, it had been over, was like, Yeah, I'll drive you back. Okay, we go to this after party. He gets way too fucked up to drive. All right, now I'm stuck here. 
<laughs> we had to share a couch. It got weird, whatever you want, however you want to describe it. The next day he drives me home and he was like, I cannot believe that we hooked up last night. And I was like, you hooked up with me. I I did hook up with you. I, I don't even know why I did that, if I'm being honest. I fucking had an autobiotic experience. I just thought, huh, maybe. <laughs> and then he basically told me I was fucking crazy in the car. And then as I as I'm getting out of the car, I was like, okay, well... You have a nice day. Like, I mean, let's uh, hug it out because I don't want to like end this on a bad note. And he was like, end what? We're not together. And I was like, Ooh, I meant end this conversation. <laughs> because this was we're very, <laughs> I was like, I've never thought we were together, but that was just a hostile <laughs> conversation. So I just like thought maybe we could be cordial. I go in his feelings. No, I didn't. He hurt my feelings. I go into my house and the next day I hear he's coming in our car to a rave. Who is this? Remember? Ew. Yeah, ew. Oh my God. I hate this man. I know. He was the worst. I'm telling you. He, he was, was the, the worst. worst. Anyways. So we're, I'm like, bro, he cannot come in a car and stay at our campsite for fucking this rave. Like it's going to fucking throw my vibe. And the, my mutual friend was like, he told me you guys were fine. I was like, he called me crazy yesterday and flipped out on me. And she was like, oh, my God. He said that was weeks ago and you guys should be fine. I was like, no, that was yesterday. And then like he 13 hours. Yeah. And then he texted me and he was like, I cannot believe you told your friends that I can't come in your group. Like, that's so fucking petty of you. And I was like. You called me crazy. And he was like, yeah, I said some things. You said some things. And I said, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, why do you even want to come with me in my group with my friends if you think I'm crazy? Yeah, in my car. In Doesn't my car. It, it's not adding up. Like, it's I'm like, not- why would you even want to hang out with me? And he was like, well, I don't really want to hang out with you. Wouldn't it be that big of a deal? And I was like, "There's th- this is a compact vehicle. <laughs> We're raving together. This, this is, is a this is a three this is a three to four day weekend bender where we sleep in the same tent or in close in, proximity. In, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. And I literally was like, okay, well, if you want to come, that's fine. But you know, you're the one that set yourself up to hang out with this crazy bitch all weekend, so I don't want to hear shit about it. <laughs> and he was like, are you gonna cock block me from your friends? And I was like. Yeah, I never want to speak to you again. <laughs> We're no longer ever going to speak again. Yeah, I forgot about that story. That's nuts. I mean, that brings us to another one. It's the friends. It's the homie mm. hopping. And now I've never been a homie hopping. I don't like the look, to be completely honest with you. Not from, like, lack of opportunity. Because I oh, will yeah. say, men are not loyal, okay? All of your friends don't give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, the amount for years, for years, this has happened to so many women that I've talked to. They're like, yeah, we broke up, but like his friends stay in my DMs. And I was like, damn, like, how do you guys communicate with each other? Do you really not care like that about like, because, okay, I wouldn't say like I'm possessive, but I will say like, I do not like, like it when like, I wouldn't be okay with my friends dating my ex. I wouldn't be okay Bro, with that. Or even talking to him. Like, no. why are we talking to him? There's plenty. There's, if anything, there's a lot of fucking dick in the world, okay? So we don't need to be on this one. And I also get so confused when, especially with someone you've dated, right? Why it's like, 
hey, so I broke up with him because he's a piece of shit. Do you think he's like not going to be a piece of shit to you? Like, do you think I'm just like the type of bitch who gets treated poorly? Or do you think maybe (laughs) he kind of (laughs) sucks? Yeah, I'm not about it. No. (laughs) No. Uh -uh. It's interesting. This has happened to me before that people have done me dirty and then they try to get with my friends. I don't know if it's to make me jealous, to spark some sort of emotion in me. The only thing it's giving me is the ick. And it reinforces why you're disgusting. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of that lifestyle. I've been surrounded by it. And it's like, I feel like it's part of the spiral. I feel like this is the spark. Some people go into full spirals. And this is part of it, which is like really to get attention. I also think it's like a crime of opportunity where like, there's certain dudes who have a fucking screw loose and think, oh, well, we already have an introduction. So me sliding into her DMs, like maybe I'll have a better chance than someone I don't know at all. Why are why are people such small minded like that? Like, you know, it's okay. At the I don't end know. Of the day, it's it's weird. It's always weird. It's always fucking weird. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the homie hopper thing. Like in high school, you're like, this is so dumb. There's only two hundred of us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, of course, I'm get, gonna o- hope- get over it, Brittany. You guys <laughs> dated for two weeks. <laughs> On to the next. You know, like when your fucking community is hella small. But then when your community is like the entire fucking world, it becomes less fucking chill. When you're like, you really have to do this to me. You really have to do this to me. Like, you can't just like go out to a bar and meet someone that none of us fucking know. So there's no fucking baggage. Yeah, that always fucks up friend groups. Um, I've I've met a few people that are like their current partner was like their ex best friend's like boyfriend or like that type of scenario, which I'm like, damn, you did your girl dirty like that? Like you chose him, this more than medium ugly dude over your home girl? And, no loyalty. And, and I swear they always say something like, oh my God, they dated like eight months ago. And it's like, yeah, but they dated for like four years and broke up eight months ago or a year ago. Or like, it just seems so odd to me. And like, I'm not, a lot of people might be like, oh my God, they're coming for me. You're like, what haters? I just think it's, I just think when you could have a blank slate with somebody new, like why have the baggage of, you know, things about them from a third party they know things about you from a third party. So like you're building a relationship off of knowing things about each other from another person that you guys are both still attached to. Yeah, I'm not into that. I also don't like the idea of them thinking like, well, I've had sex with you and that person or they've had sex with that person too. There's yeah. always weird sexual chemistry with exes. And when you put all of that in the same room, it gives weird energy. Okay? I think that's why I don't do it is because like, Honestly, like, obviously, I guess me and my boyfriend, we kind of joke about like, oh, we've never had sex with other people because it's very uncomfortable to think about your partner (laughs) having sex with somebody else, you know? And then like when you're in the situation where you're like, you're going to be in the same room at a Christmas party or at a wedding, it just like makes me furious. (laughs) Like, I can't believe you had sex with her before. What was it like? (laughs) Don't tell me. I'll spiral. (laughs) I'm sensitive. Uh, 
Um, another part of it, I feel like the spiral era is um, the I'm having so much fun social media spiral. I'm such I'm guilty of this one. I'm so guilty of this one. I like to keep myself pretty distracted and I do go out and like obviously I'm on social media just because I'm a social media bitch. But I would say like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, it looks like I had so much fun. No one would know I was like crying at 3 a.m. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I used to do this IRL. So, like, we lived in a college <laughs> town where this was very easy to yeah. do. So, what I would do is I would get, like, smoking hot. Like, the hottest I've ever been, you know? And wear an outfit that was inappropriate for the bar I was going to. Because it's a dive bar, okay? I'd get dressed up, go to this fucking dive bar looking so fucking hot. And I would do the thing where I would just politely say hello to the person. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? The day after they broke up with me. Okay, what's up? It's nice to see you. Have a good night. And then I would go literally (laughs) laugh at dude's jokes that weren't fucking funny. Like I was having the time of my fucking life. I'd be flirting (laughs) with the bouncer and the bartender. I would publicly be giving my number out to hot dudes, not giving a fuck. And the person would be watching me and I would be living for it because I'm like, (laughs) look at me having fun, you fucking asshole. Oh my god! How do I don't know how you do that? I always have a fucking anxiety attack when I'm around somebody. I don't know how to act. I'm literally like, I was gonna stay far as away as possible, not look at this person, speak to this person. I can't keep cool like that. You know, you have to make the choice. You know, you have to choose. And then I'm an actor in heart. That is method acting. You know, that is fully (laughs) immersing yourself in a role. If you call me a lot of things, but a bad actress ain't one of them. Pete, no, my commercial no. work, okay? <laughs> Honestly, I've had so many night outs where I try to act cool, calm, and collected, and then I go into the bathroom and call one of my friends, and I'm like, can you pick me up? Like, I hate it here. Yeah, the facade only works until he starts talking to another girl. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> And then I'm like, I can't believe you could fucking do this in front of me. And he's like, you've been flirting with other guys all night. I'm like, that doesn't fucking matter. It's okay when I do it. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Being a, a girl in the aftermath is so funny. I feel like it's so predictable. Yeah. Yeah. This goes into the petty bitch era. I I wish I was more petty. We've talked about this. We've had a whole petty episode that you should go listen to. But you know, sometimes sometimes you can be petty, and you should be petty. I, I I stand the energy and the effort that some of these hoes do. I do. I wish I was pettier over text, but I overthink it and end up like getting myself out of being petty. Like I can be petty in person like all day long because it's like my brain goes on autopilot and I become like this person where I'm like, oh my God, bitch, I cannot believe you just said that. I can't believe you're this brave. But over text message, I'm like, I'll type something petty out and then I'll just like bask, backspace and then type out something serious. I'm like, no, what? I'm not going to lie. I skip right over petty and I go to straight fucking rude. Like, (laughs) if you really hurt my feelings, you will know. Because the shit that's going to come out of my mouth is going to hurt you in the soul. Like, I think this is the only thing my sister has ever, like, me and my sister have had issues with. Is, like, when you get mad, you come for blood. Like, you say some (laughs) really mean shit. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) don't make why you have to make me angry for like I there's so many stages between us and resolving this issue before I get to that level I feel but that. if you get me to that level I'm coming for blood like I 
I would say that's the Scorpio in me. It's very far. I'll never quite get there. Sometimes I catch myself. I think recently I caught my, I was like thinking back of what I said recently. And I was like, oh, that was mean. She was mean, girl. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be mean. Some people fucking deserve it, okay? I Some agree. Some people fucking deserve it. I do think it's that a- I've, I can probably count the instances where I was probably more nice than I should have been. And I think it like made the person feel like what they did was okay. And in retrospect, I was like, I wish I was a fucking bitch to you so that you realize that what you did was a fucking asshole thing instead of me playing like, you know, we had the chill girl episode. I've played chill girl when I should have been mean girl with dudes way too many times. Yeah. No, fuck the chill girl. And yeah, but the petty, it's like people... People like that shit. You're, if you're petty is because you still like have feelings for that person. Like you want to just like trigger them a little bit, but not too much. When you're mean, that's for raps. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, after after some time, it could take like maybe what a week, two weeks, a month, some years. People come back. They, they come crawling back. They Mostly if you were like back. a real bitch and you were a nice and you wearing like you didn't do anything like outlandish to like hurt their their like if you didn't disrespect them they'll be back. I I don't know what it is about me as a person, but I always they always come back. It's honestly like that's like sometimes why I feel like when situationships end, I'm not even that hurt by it because I know like okay, well let's start the timer on how long it takes him <laughs> to come back. Shit. Like I'm being dead ass serious. And that's why, like, I have a very, I'm not going to say I have a bad habit, but I accidentally hook up with my exes a lot because when I wasn't, you know, when I was single, you know, I used to get back in and out of situationships. Situationships would start and then they would stop and then they would start again. You know, yeah. It's just easy because, like, honestly, like, after time, mostly if it's somebody you didn't care about that much, it's so easy to forget why you were mad in the first oh, place, yeah. like how they did you dirty when really they just like didn't want to be with you or like you just didn't mesh well as like people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you see them again and you remember like, oh, it's like, you know what? I could slide back in. This won't hurt. And then you're right back where you started repeating all your fucking mistakes again feeling stupid yeah it always it's the second breakup's the worst right the first one's okay but when you come back to it and then it happens again and you're like damn you know the tell all tale fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me i should have like ignored that text message some people get so creative and curling back though i remember there was this one dude in college the first man that hurt me the most and <laughs> it's not I honestly I don't think like sometimes I'm like did somebody hurt me or they disrespect me because yeah. I feel like there's a difference you know what I mean I think he disrespected me I don't know if he hurt me but every couple of months he tried to slide back in and then we didn't talk for maybe a year I was good I had a new boyfriend in the sorority and fraternity life you can little pe- people that are younger than you like your little brother like your little sister so I little somebody. A few days later, he gets a boy little, a, a boy big. Who is it? This mo- this motherfucker piece of shit. Okay, this man really tries to slide back into my DMs with, "Hey, I think like we should talk and like figure things out because of our little." And I was like, "He's not our fucking child. This isn't. He's not a child of divorce. Th- he's our friend, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? This man, this man really tried to reel me back in." <laughs> with the 
this shit. That's fucking hilarious. That's yeah. really funny, actually. Isn't that fucking funny? And then three years later, I shit you not, three years later to the dot from that instance when I told him to go fuck himself, he tried to slide back in. Uh, he unblocked me from Instagram. No, I unblocked him from Instagram. I think it was like one in the morning weird bernice move but it's like it's like it's like it's four years later who do i have blocked you know what i mean oh, and it's yeah. like i'm looking to unblock everybody do you I have, have like, can you find that is that a thing yeah yeah you can see who you have restricted blocked whatever we should do that for an episode because I, I, I don't have anybody blocked oh i think i do i don't know who though i gotta go check go look <laughs> Yeah, that was the last time I've ever blocked somebody. Uh, he disrespected me, you know. But, uh, yeah, so I unblock him. Two hours later at 3 a.m. in the morning, slides right back into the DMs with, I miss you. You miss me? You miss three years. You miss me? You've missed me for three years, sir? He really didn't have, like, any good fucking... Oh my god, this fucking man, I swear to fucking god. And that that was four years ago. Homeboy tried to slide back in last month. Yo, they'd be sliding back in years later. So the one that I had that was like the longest thus far was this guy I dated post-college. Not post-college. Yeah, you know, whatever. He was (laughs) (laughs) post-college. I had a taste for the PhD students for a while. Anyways, five years after we started like talking or whatever, he hits me up like, oh, hey, like I was just thinking about you. Like, how are you doing? And I was like, how'd I cross your mind dude like how'd I cross your mind and he was like did you end up moving to Vegas and this happens a lot and this is how I know people don't know me is I say shit and I mean it for like 20 fucking seconds and then I move on I saw my high school cheer coach and she said did you did you end up joining the air force and I was like what the fuck are you talking about she was like you wanted to join the air force in high school and I was like I don't fucking remember that I don't even remember all of my ideas but I do remember when I was dating him, I was thinking about moving to Vegas. And then I was like, that's how little you knew me, bro. I'm not going to actually move to Vegas. I'm going to think about it for fucking two weeks and then move on. But I thought that was really funny. That is funny. That, yeah. That, that is something you do. You've wanted to live in a van. You've been wanting to move I still to want to move in a van. Oh, my God. There's so many things. So, that's fucking funny. That yeah. Funny. The, oh, the Vegas God. thing was I was like, oh, my God, I could live in Vegas for hella cheap for two years and then see every EDM artist I've ever wanted to see. But then I decided I'd probably, like, fall victim to, like, the club life and it just wouldn't be good for my mental health. So I decided against it. i mean i've been in the same boat actually that happened to me when i moved to new york i i was in between new york and san francisco and i was like i feel like i could thrive in new york but i wouldn't sleep or like something would be like a lot and yeah i was correct in that hypothesis but you know like it's a give and take it's a give and take uh we did ask some listeners is if they had exes that were coming back in since his mercury retrograde you know it's on brand and a lot of them actually said, like, uh-uh, they're all blocked. And I was like, shit, do I need to get on block on, on blocking people? Because, damn. <laughs> I, they don't hit, I, none of my exes, like, okay, when people hit me up, it's like a casual hey. There is nothing, like, extra about it, so I don't see any point in blocking. Like, I might as well get that like if I'm being, you know, 100. 
Also, like, here's the thing. All my shit, all my social media shit is on public. Yeah. Which recently I realized is kind of an issue because people can find me very easily. Um, but <laughs> but I just realized like if my shit's not public, you don't even need to be on your own account. Yeah. You just pull out your fucking laptop and look me up anonymously. Oh. And my shit is gonna come up. I've never so thought you- about that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, why why am I even tripping? Like, I don't really fucking care. And at the end of the day, if people want to reach you, they're going to reach you. Like, I've been seeing so many stories of people like, I blocked him and on everything he emailed me or he like called something to make it like a like a electricity appointment to meet me bro like that's crazy but you know but what no. i kind of love that i like like maybe it's an, again the scorpion meets scorpion scorpius is just coming so i think i'm just feeling extra sensitive to it i like a little crazy a little grand gesture fuck it <laughs> Dude, the, show me your creativity. You know, slide back in. I was about to say the opposite of the grand gesture is when they try to slide back in, like nothing's happened. Like they'll send you a meme oh. or something, or like, oh, like, yes. hey, this made me think of you, and it's like a meme of a dinosaur, and you're like, come on, dude, like you can't pretend like you didn't break my heart. You can't just send me this <laughs> meme. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude. Or like in IRL, if you like don't, poor taste. yeah, poor taste, like. I remember, like, in real life, if you, like, see your ex and you're just like, I don't want to say hello to them. And then they're like, what? We can't be friends anymore? Like, I can't just come say hey to you? I was like, no, actually, you really fucking can't because your hey is fucking loaded. I know how you fucking are. I've seen you with me and everyone after me. No, you're not allowed to come up to me when you're fucking drunk to be, oh, always that with you? No, get the fuck out of my face, dude. Like when that dude came up to me, one hug, one hug, and then I'll leave you alone. And I was like, "What? <laughs> are what is this? Like, fucking it, free hugs? Like, no, get the fuck I mean, out of yeah. here!" Is this the same reality where last week I told you not to speak to me again? Why would we hug? Why would we? It's hug? a big no for me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> please don't touch me. And then there's like also, I mean, okay, I would say the the after the biggest aftermath is the relapse when you get back together, either casually or officially. Yeah. This has never happened to me. I've never gone back together with somebody like officially because I've only had like one big relationship. I don't claim anybody else. But <laughs> you were unofficially but, like, back together? Like I get no, 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 no. Like with with situationships. Like oh. if you it, there's relapses. Yeah. You go back. Sometimes you go back. Sometimes there's a lapse in judgment. You get a little too drunk, a little too happy one night. You forget that you hated them. You forget mm-hmm. that they did you dirty. They're they're looking at you like they they don't remember all the bad shit that happened when you guys yelled at each other, screamed at each other. You know? Yeah. And then you're like, ha ha. <laughs> I mean, I've said I'm victim of this. I'm just, I know the one person I was really bad about this with is just because like I was like or because it was like the sex wasn't the issue it was everything else yeah, like I wish it was like, like I didn't like you sexually because then I could just like move the fuck on because you know you know what I'm saying yeah. you can't get like you can't make it a emo- you can't get re-emotionally involved with someone when you're drunk but you can certainly sleep with someone that you know the D's bomb you know get a little lost <laughs> really really easy to just slide right back in there literally and figuratively yeah. i mean yeah because you still have chemistry with this person so like that doesn't go away because like shit went down yeah you know what i mean unless they really fucking did you dirty then even if i see you i st- i don't want you to touch me it doesn't matter how drunk i get it's person to person you know it really fucking is i've seen people get back together like for real for reals 
it's it's interesting. Some people get back together and sometimes I feel like it's too soon. Like they don't wait like a period of time. They just like get back together, but they don't actually work out whatever it is they broke up for. And I've seen those fail and then they break up again. I mean, I feel like we're young enough where I haven't even seen a relationship last long enough for me to feel any way, which way about any relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like whether mm. you break up with someone to get back together with them or you're with them, like some people don't break up ever, but have issues their entire relationship some people break up and have the exact same issues that someone that doesn't break up they just decided not to break up um I always think it's like I will say that even if you do work out your problems quote unquote I don't know if I even fucking believe that like what say we're like oh we've worked it out but I'm like but how do you know that because is this person because it's I mean I don't know it's always somebody else but I feel like usually when people are admitting to issues that they're not admitting to themselves having issues it's the other person from my perspective when I hear about people getting back together um and it's like okay sure are your problems actually fixed or is this temporary and then also how how do you know you're not going to have new problems even if you fixed your old problems there's probably new problems that are going to come back up I totally forgot that I did get back together with my ex-boyfriend. I totally forgot we broke up and got back together. I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I've done it too, so like I'm not even like it's not like I'm gonna call you out, but well, you know why, but you know why? It was because we talked the entire time we were broken up. Because we weren't in the same city. So we it was a fake breakup. Well, it wasn't a fake. It was a yeah. It was it wasn't a fake breakup, but like we were still friends, and like on breaks we would see each other, and we were still like hang out and like hook up. Like we're, we were unofficially together, right? While we were broken up and then got back together, and it was because of the pandemic, honestly, and that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I think I I knew I didn't want to get back together with him like the weekend before the pandemic, and then the pandemic happened. And we're spending lots of time together. And there's not really a lot going on in the world to cause issues because you aren't doing anything. Right. So, yeah. So I remember we got back together for like a year during COVID. Uh, but our issues were still our issues. Like every, nothing changed and nothing really changed. And then a year later, I was like, maybe it would have been smart to not prolong this for a year. But no regrets, honestly. Yeah, I think if you definitely don't have the exposure to like work out your problems and two people actually try. I also feel like it's really important for people to be aware of their problems and try to like fix them individually. I think one thing in my last relationship was like, I really wanted this person to go to therapy. Like just like they couldn't communicate their fucking emotions. Like there was just a lot of things that I was like, I think you could really benefit from therapy. I think I could benefit from therapy. I think our relationship could benefit from therapy. And that was just not something that they were ever able or willing to do, which is okay. But I was just like, I just feel like we are going in fucking circles, you know? I would say like what I I believe in my experience, what a therapist has said is that like either you have to fix your problems because you're the one in there. In my experience, you're the one that's in therapy. Either you have to do the work and fix the problems. And if that's not possible without the other person, if the person's not willing to come to the table... Things are the way that they are, and you can either accept that and move on, or you, or you, or you have to leave, or you stay and be unhappy. But those are kind of the only three options, unless someone's willing to like come to the table in a real, real way. Because a lot of people's issues just can't be fixed with saying, "Okay, yeah, I'll do better." Okay, what are you doing to do better? Saying you're going to do better doesn't fix the core issue. Okay, and if they can't get therapy for whatever reason, they better go fucking look up a YouTube video, go look up a fucking self-help book, 
or actively do something because words are kind of like it's to it's a fugazi, it's a fugazi, it's fairy dust. Yeah, and I think that's something I learned. Obviously, like I was very young in my first relationship, and there was a lot of love, but there just wasn't a lot of like actually fixing of our issues, and I and communication was like really bad. And yeah, if that if none of it's getting better, you're about to break up again. It's going to happen regardless of how much you're invested in each other. And I think like <clears throat> that's the biggest thing with relationships. I don't know who I talked to recently, but, but I said, I think I'm going to marry for money. And she said, <laughs> you know, and I was like, and I, maybe I'll just have a really long lasting marriage just because I need to work it out to live the lifestyle I want. And she said that I think there was like a study that said that marriages that are based around money last longer than those that are based around love because people have to make it work. <laughs> I, I resonate with that. I get, It's like in a relationship, it really is a lot of work to get along with somebody else as you two are growing separately, but also together and stay on the same fucking page. Like that's a lot of work. And I feel like sometimes like love honestly just like isn't enough. I mean, I I think a lot of people break up because love isn't enough and they just see different paths for themselves. So honestly, if you see the same future as somebody else, it makes the relationship a lot easier, in my opinion, just having like, and obviously that's really hard to work out and everyone changes and it's like things that people want change. But I think that establishing that hey, I want kids at this time. I want to, these are my financial goals that I want. These are my career goals. And if they don't align with someone already, even someone's got to have to compromise. And we have like a kind of a whole episode on compromising. But I don't know. I come from a place where my relationship isn't really that much work, if I'm being completely honest, but we've broken up like a dozen times. So what the fuck do I know, you know? <laughs> she keeps her real quiet on the podcast. Maybe one day well, she'll it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's not quiet. It's I actually did announce my breakup on the podcast. And then we got back together like two weeks later. And then I didn't mention it because I was like, I don't really want to go through it. But the a dozen is an exaggeration. And we do this thing where I think we're broken up because I fucked up. But we didn't actually break up. It's like in my head. But I count that. What? <laughs> Y'all, I'm fucking we nuts. Can, I'm we, nuts. We don't have I was about to say, this. we gotta wrap this shit up. I'm this. fucking well, well, crazy. Well, That's between yeah. me and my therapist. Like, whatever. Um. Um. <laughs> okay, well, I guess to wrap up the show, what are your thoughts on the best method of aftermath or post? Honestly, I okay, I think it really depends on your mission. It, of what's your mission after this breakup if it is to destroy every single ounce of anything that's left do your worst be a petty bitch be a rude bitch disrespect you know what i mean if that's your if that's your goal is to never have anything with this person ever again you can do whatever you want at that point homie hop i personally make out with their dad you know you know do whatever <laughs> but i personally think cutting contact for a little bit and when I mean a little bit long enough for you to figure out what you want is best because it's so hard when that person is trying to weasel their way back in even in slight ways like you have fucking people who just want to keep contact with you or they're not really ready to let go but they don't want to be with you and it makes it those blurred lines make it so hard so instead you creating a boundary of I cannot contact this person until I figure out what I want I think is best, but, you know, do you? I could not agree with you more. I think time is really the best remedy. I think time will show you a lot of things about the person. Because something, like, so raw 
I think can really like cloud your judgment. Like love is so crazy because it's like an addiction, like the way like it rushes your dopamine levels, like the way it literally affects your body. So you got to give it some time for your body to just kind of start doing its own thing without this person messing with your hormones. And then you can figure out, oh, did our values align? Did our lives look like we were heading the same direction? Like, you know, could we build something together? Could we be a team together? And sometimes you can be really infatuated by somebody, but not actually see anything in the future with them. So, or be high on some like toxic, fatty love shit. I was about to say, it's kind of like a love detox. You have to like, like literally just do a little bit of a like detox of the dopamine that is love in your brain. And also like, we can talk about this more another time, but your brain kind of, some people's brain gets off on like turmoil. Because whether it's high highs and low lows, you know, um, that journey can kind of fuck with you too and cloud your judgment. So it's best to like just give yourself space and honestly give the other person space so that when if you reconvene in two weeks and be like, hey, how do we feel about what happened two weeks ago? Y'all will be on the same page. Yeah, I think honestly, if you see like a future with somebody, be radio fucking silent. Like uh, even with the shit that you're doing on social media, because I like there's so many emotions that are wrapped around how the person is reacting on all these things. Like you see your ex going through your their petty bitch area era, their fucking hella bitches and being super like outward about it. You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, damn, I really didn't mean shit. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself some grace or if you really don't want to get back together with that person, be be obnoxious, be feral as you want. Anyways, yeah, if you can keep yourself from acting crazy and spend the time working on yourself and healing, you you could be on good terms with somebody. In a few years. In a few few years, years, maybe. (laughs) Depends how invested that other person was. (laughs) (laughs) Too true. Plugs of the week. All right, my plug of the week comes from a, a weird source, but it's actually a good book. Gabby Hanna mentioned it on her TikTok, and I know that girl's toxic, oh, but she actually recommended a really good book. Um, it's called Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before, and it's written by Dr. Julie Smith, who is a therapist. It's basically a book, and it's talking about a therapist's toolkits because she had a lot of experience where a lot of people were either self-aware about their emotions, didn't have like that much stuff going on, so they were able to once they were giving a toolkit of how to deal with their emotions they were able to do that on their own and so it was kind of like a book for people who just don't have this information um because it's not like easily readily available and it's split up in a really good way about how to like cope how to deal with negative emotions and so on and so forth i'm about halfway through it and i really enjoy it um it's a self-help book that's actually helpful because it's more of giving like therapy tools that you would learn in therapy so again that's why has nobody told me this before by dr julie smith my plug of the week i'm doing a song uh it's it's called sola by la chica um and it's in spanish but it's got like an edm sort of like witchy vibe Ooh, to it i'm very about it yeah so i've been i've been very codependent on music to help me cope with my emotions and this has been one of the songs i've been listening to so check it out again it's sola by la chica all right those are the plugs of the week as always, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Please subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go follow us on Instagram at thanks number four, your concern. My personal Instagram is at Bernice DSM. And I'm at LLTutor.
Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.